So, start of the year, and I'm here with Clara Billiard, my partner, to begin the first podcast of 2023. And um, how are you, Claire? Yeah, pretty good. I'm quite impressed to be here on the 1st of January. (laughs) Good start to the year. Exactly, exactly. And it is pivotal for a lot of folk. I know I've been thinking, or rather we've both been the planning phase, or certainly it's at the front of your mind to put things into action to start the year and particularly say one of the catalysts for it or timely catalyst was watching that documentary called Stutz uh, spelt S-T-U-T-Z Phil Stutz a therapist Mm. for um, what's this guy's name Jonah Jonah Hill Jonah Hill yeah. yeah So I watched that on Netflix and that was fascinating, some of the tools he used. So well, I'll put the links in the show notes for anyone who's not seen it because it really is a... Um, kind of fly on the wall, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, very endearing. Very, mm. and, and it's not something you normally see when it comes to somebody's therapist at, or, or therapy session. Not that it was that, it was very much more sharing the tools, wasn't it? But what was really useful was uh, some of the tools one being in particular that resonated with us about the pyramid very similar to the Maslow's hierarchy of needs model the base layer was our basic needs of say food according to him what's the most beneficial before you move forward with anything Mm. is your food your movement and your sleep yeah kind of under the umbrella of body wasn't it yeah yeah that's true anything to do with your body um, and being, what percentage was it? Uh, at least 80, 80 mm. plus percent. I've, I've, that stuck with me. I know mm. it, you, you were, were inspired as well. But it's, it really got me thinking, at, certainly at this time of year of planning, of New Year's resolutions, it got me thinking about what I'm going to do with my food, what I'm going to do with movement, etc. Usually at this mm. time of year, it's, oh, let's do a 30-day yoga challenge. <laughs> tune into yoga with Adrian or something like that, which Work. kicks, works, keep you on track. Works for 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and I've also previously done um, a daily a very, a very daily stoic um, challenge as put together by Ryan Holiday, one of my favourite authors. But not only... I think everything was coming together. Maybe I was being really reflective. But Phil Stutt's documentary, yes, thinking about doing more yoga or doing the Stoic Challenge. And then I picked up, or I, you know, I picked up his book. It's been in the car, but I also got an email from uh, the newsletter of James Clear, the writer of Atomic Habits. Yeah. I really recommend it. I've started his 30-day Habits Challenge. And I have to admit, that was really what has triggered me to do, or at least restart this podcast again. Mm. Um, but I, w- I also wanted to chat to you about what your thoughts were on this time of year, because I know you've been doing certainly more podcasting than me, and I've listened into a few. One that particularly resonated with me was the one about planning uh, one of the ladies you... Mm, Bodhini, Bodhini. Mm. I mean, perhaps, uh, in a nutshell, maybe you should just say 
to the viewers of this podcast what what you've been sharing. Yeah, well, it's gone through. Yeah, as with most things, it's gone through some sort of transition. I just felt called to start the podcast, and rather than get too het up on the finer details, I just put it out there. Didn't really think much about the name. I, I nothing came to mind, but I just called it Claire Wellbeing. And the more I got speaking to people, it started to take shape. Okay. Yeah. So once it started to take shape, then a name came forward. So I have renamed it to something perhaps a little bit um, cheesy, a little bit kind of catchy, but it gets people's attention. And that is women who should be famous. And it's really focusing in on those conversations I've had in my lifetime where I wish more people had heard the conversation. Um, More people would have reaped the benefits of the content of the conversation. Um, Because I know myself having had quite a few conversations in, in my time that there's always something to learn and oftentimes lots of moments to be reassured that you're not alone, certainly in thinking your way about things. I think so often uh, there's stories and life experiences that when shared, um, mm. maybe it's been our line of work. I know certainly in the, the brief time I've done with the NHS since the pandemic, stopping and chatting with patients in their homes and some of their life stories Uh, I mean particularly one one chap I I, I stopped off with one chap and we were talking about how he's getting on his rehab and uh, I did some clinical assessments that sort of thing and we're just chatting candidly and he asked about my name and I just so happened to share the same name as his dad that's right and um, he was telling me about his large family from Ireland he pointed to a picture look there you go look at that picture there on the wall that's my dad he was a a lord mayor um in cork several years ago and do you notice that chap next to him and i I zoomed in and i had a closer look and it was jfk (laughs) and i I, there's a whole lot of story in that house (laughs) and yeah and it's that is i I, any Mm. nurse or community NHS worker would a professional would um, have similar stories of, of just ordinary people mm-hmm. with a richness of life and tales to tell experiences to tell so I'm not surprised you're mm. you've you've it's not cheesy at all to dub dub it women that should be famous because I'm, I'm I come across it whether it's male or female mm. usually on a, a not necessarily a daily basis but certainly during my work these stories of of how people have experienced things in different countries, yeah. then having come over to the UK, different trials and tribulations, etc. Mm. Yeah, and certainly worth sharing. And I particularly listened to one of yours with uh, certainly on the midlife. Yeah, with uh, Lindsay Randerson. Uh, we sort of wanted to tackle wellness, which obviously is a bit of a <laughs> overused word at the moment, but mm. at a very interesting time of life, which is midlife. Mm. And actually, you know, even part of the conversation was discovered when is your midlife, but ultimately it boiled down to a time which you feel different and how you go about life changes quite considerably, you know, how you move, how you eat, um, how you think, how you feel, how your energy is. I mean, it's just impacted so many things, but a time at which you feel really different. So, yeah, mm. I really enjoyed that conversation. Yeah. I'm glad you What takeaways can you... Um 
can you remember that are say relevant to this time of year for mm. those face thinking that they're facing midlife or, or in midlife yeah I think um a few things really stood out but I guess through our conversation the term simplicity like we you know we do we are all guilty of having big to-do lists let alone resolutions um so I think sort of simplifying that and actually the small wins I think is a thing for me I I, I do think that actually the achievable is quite powerful because then it's a building block you know to the other stuff that comes so I do think that while we can have lots of things we aspire to do and achieve and succeed at some some of those successes might surprise us because they might be really or seem on the face of it really small but really big breakthroughs like mine going for a walk who knew that I'd think walking was such a a massive sort of high five achievement but I do feel like high fiving every time I come in from a walk um it it is those no it is those small Mm. habits um certainly I mentioned James Clear and his book Atomic Habits that's something he um he reinforces throughout that it is it's almost associating yourself as the person you are the person that walks regularly mm-hmm. and part of being that person is completing walks yeah. sort of thing so it's changing so even that's certainly deep he goes into that deeper mm. but so if I backtrack a little bit it's about those small steps like you say yeah um, and I've started to latch on other things like I stop to enjoy views and I take deep breaths in and out and try to notice something different um, mm. about even, you know, some special views I have along the way. Mm. Um, and if something catches my eye that I stop to take it in. So, so although it's, it's, it's a walk and it's great to be moving, it's, I've now sort of started to build upon that. Mm. I've built up pace, I've built up maybe going uphill a bit more. So walking backwards, <laughs> you know, just having being, I guess, being a little bit more playful with it. And you're enjoying um, it. Yeah, I am really enjoying yeah. it, actually, and I yeah. look forward to it. And I kind of had this sort of feeling, like I actually feel like going for a walk. Mm. And that's mm. quite nice because that is hopefully the thing that, you know, will keep it up. Um, and I think sticking to the, the keeping it up thing, I think that's also the reason you should keep things sort of you know simple because you don't want everything to turn out to be just a 30-day challenge yeah you want it to be a 365 days a week kind of you know uh, days a year sorry challenge that very true yeah very very true very Um, true and that obviously leads to nutrition which is um one of Lindsay's great uh, inspirational areas of work um in nutrition and, and gives great ideas and things but what she does she talks a lot about planning, planning meals, um, mm-hmm. which I think is actually really interesting when we think about when we get busy. We talked about it today even, you know, you bought this lovely fancy new lunch pot bag <laughs> and, you know, I've got to fill it. <laughs> I've yeah. actually got to take some, otherwise I'll end up just nipping in somewhere and grabbing something. So, mm. you know, we're all, all guilty of that. But mm. and my mm. thing, consistent thing around food and nutrition has been the 30 plants a day. That's a Challenge. whole other subject, but yeah, um, yeah but just in, to sort of like highlight, I guess, why oh God, or yeah. how to get something to stick. Like I, I use it as a daily challenge rather than a, I'm just going to diet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this month kind of thing. Yeah, that's well worth investigating. If for anyone listening, 
uh, certainly Professor Tim Spector, mm. uh, writer of the uh, uh, the Diet Myth. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was interviewed on. He's been interviewed several mm. other podcasts, notably Rangan Chatterjee's uh, podcast, and certainly mentioned. Mm-hmm the importance of nourishing the gut microbiome and by doing that diversity diversity Mm -hmm. not this five a day (laughs) (laughs) because often they say we're not even that good at five a day in the uk and so it's quite shocking to even imagine but actually it includes spices so it's it's about making your food colorful it's taking a bowl of cereal Mm. as you see we see each other do on a daily basis and and add things to it and think wow Mm. if i wasn't careful, I might have only added milk. Mm, so, yeah, yeah it's, it's a nice mindful exercise, actually. I mean, if we go back to how we started, uh, the, how I started with the introduction mentioning the Phil Stutz pyramid, mm. Um, mm. we've so far looked at movement, we've talked about, mm. you've given the example of your walking, and, yeah. and I thoroughly agree, uh, just to go slightly off tangent, when I had a had some surgery, I had to stop yes, running, and I started walking, yeah. and I had my own internal voice mm. that I had to shut up, really, um, my own internal voice telling me, oh, this isn't enough, I mean, yes. thankfully, I've, you know, grown a bit older and appreciate to the, the benefit of any movement as opposed to it having to nothing to, yeah. yeah you could sit there and wait to be able to do what you did before exactly Go, then going by for then. the hit high intensity stuff etc mm. etc et is fine but it wasn't appropriate where I was at at the time and I needed to start and I needed to be consistent and mm. you know I soon returned back to running and doing a, a significant distance but um, everybody needs to start somewhere and be consistent so we've talked about movement we've mm-hmm. now just mentioned nutrition yeah. another one on this pyramid was about sleep and with the amount oh, of stress and where your we... gift was all about that sean <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's he's true. got a sleep journal and a new sleep mask <laughs> you're kitted out with everything you need um, yeah. you've got your herbs <laughs> right indeed got your cocktail indeed indeed <laughs> a time to restore a time to yeah you know recover yeah, definitely, mm. definitely. We're not going to lecture people on on improving sleep, but... Just awareness about it, isn't it? It's and like, not to neglect, mm. yeah. Um, what, what's that guy? Mike Walker, uh, Michael Walker, his book, uh, Why We Sleep, or something like that. Um, I may have mentioned it in a previous podcast, mm. but uh, I was really taken aback when... It was some years ago now, I, I went to see my GP... He went through, we went through a few things, you, just a little, oh, yeah, che- little check-up. Mm. And he'd obviously just read that book and he mentioned it to me, was talking about cutting down on alcohol, etc. And um, to improve your sleep. And he, he said, this book has changed my life. And I was like, well... <laughs> Doctor, I, I, he, yeah, and 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 no <laughs> prescription, <laughs> very much holistic in in, very no much on my yeah on my wavelength really. Um, I'm not sure if he realised how um, candid he was being or or or, or vulnerable mm. in a way, letting his guard down and saying this book changed my life. 
you should really go and get it. And I did. I got the Audible version. And I have to admit, it will change your view on sleep. Um, so, yeah. The importance of it. The importance, rather. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the bottom of the pyramid. Yeah. So but, to speak. A, but a big part, and actually, I recognise it as a foundation that I hadn't underpinned. All the other bits were a bit, bit better on the pyramid, but my foundation yeah. of body yeah. was perhaps the bit of focus. So it helped me focus, actually, for some mm. ideas for 2023, for sure. Yeah, it has that energy of a fresh mm. start, you know. Yeah. And there's lots of different opinions on, you know, resolutions and first year of the yeah. day of the year and all that. But, you know, ultimately it's it's got the energy of a fresh start. A bit like September can feel like mm. a fresh start, you know, going back to yeah. school and all that. That is true. That's true. And, and no matter what time you're listening to this, even mm. if it's the end of January or... <laughs> May the 5th. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Whatever. um, Well, treat this day as your fresh start. It doesn't have to be the start of the year. Mm. But um, certainly... Yeah, agreed. um, Yeah, why not now is is, uh, been a mantra that I've heard somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the middle of that pyramid is um, kind of one that you resonated with a little bit, didn't you, on that? Yeah, a topic for another time, definitely. <laughs> definitely. That was a lovely little <laughs> sidestep away from this one. But, you know, quite an important one this time of year is its ultimate title in the middle is people. Yes. And yes. actually reaching out. And in fact, you took action today yourself. Yeah, and that is that is 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 important to uh, they say those that live longest uh, mm-hmm. in these so called blue zones, yes. uh, sense of community. Um, well, the blue blue zones they eat mm. really well. <laughs> <laughs> they got their body bit sorted, <laughs> sorted out. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, this sense of community is very important. Mm. Um, and then there are other levels, but I. I'm not really skirting it. I, I really wanted to emphasise the foundation because that stuck with me that he said it was such a, or Phil Stutz, mm. that it was as high as 80%. Yeah, I think benefit. that was overwhelming for the two of us. Yeah. Even though we're at different stages on that pyramid, if you like, mm. and certainly, you know, movement. But uh, mm. yeah, it was a surprise that it was such. And mm. it makes sense when you think about it. That's half the battle, isn't it? We don't stop to sort of pause and think oh yeah so plan what's your plans for your podcast coming up then yeah well I've tackled some really deep topics and I will continue to to tackle those things because they're often unspoken um covered topics from addiction to miscarriage to suicide um changing careers you know wellness in midlife Mm. those kind of things and I will continue that and I've got three really cool interviews set for January. One is actually going to be with a lady that is an incredible photographer um, and is going to sort of tap into the, you know, making sure that the pictures that are taken of you, especially if you're getting it taken for your business, are are authentic. How to shine through the lens as your authentic self, not an airbrushed version of you that you have to kind of keep Mm. up. Mm -hmm. I think will be really interesting. Um, We're going to be tackling movement, ironically. Um with a Pilates instructor with a, a, a history of dancing mm. and actually a very, very tall lady. So she's had to, well, she hasn't had to hold her posture, but she's chosen to embrace her height. So I think that would be really fun to hear about that and also how to p- 
persist with Pilates because it's not an easy practice. And, yeah. And obviously you've studied Pilates yourself. You know mm. that it's not an easy thing to do. I, I liken it as you have to... Often I've been asked, what's the difference between yoga and Pilates? Mm. I find with Pilates you really have to concentrate Focus, more. yeah. Just focus more. And then remind yourself and, to breathe. And <laughs> Yeah, but it's, it's, yes, it's very beneficial. Has its, I, can, I can see the benefits with each discipline, um, mm. but very different. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing how that podcast goes, how that conversation rather goes. Yeah, um, yeah, me too. And then... Yeah. Um, yeah, last one I've got is the in January is for positivity, which I think the world could do with a, a little bit of positivity. But yeah. from a really interesting uh, woman who's very grounded, her positivity comes very natural. It's not doesn't come across as sort of um, fake or sort of put on or forced. And I think that to ask her those questions, how she maintains that um, so easily and with flow uh, or maybe not so easily it could be quite a battle behind the scenes for all I know so mm. yeah looking forward to that got some really interest, interesting mm. conversations trying to remain positive how to stay positive yeah and just put out things that are mm. positive as well you know the vibe is always on a, a, a positive note um, talking of positivity something that can help and mm. was a really useful tool again i'm harking back to that documentary um was gratitude and oh yes i have a task this evening (laughs) (laughs) name three things i'm grateful for really really uh and actually a a client did send me a uh, an article from the times that ended with gratitude being a Sure, it's a newspaper article with, mm. you know, at this time of year, the seven best hacks for this, that and the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, but gratitude was named in there. And it is a, a, a daily gratitude practice, uh, even if it's a pause. Something that I mentioned earlier about the whole uh, uh, daily stoic mm. practice that I do, that is essentially based on um, having a routine. Mm. of gratitude in the morning gratitude in the evening yeah and self-reflection um it's a nice way to balance the day isn't it if if it's been what felt like a tight you know a tough day that you feel tired at the end of it if you did actually come to acknowledge the moments of gratitude i guess it will mm. leave you feeling uplifted and hopefully energized for the rest of the, the time before sleep and mm. yeah feeling more balanced which i think is pretty that's certainly my aim in life is to be balanced i think it might be good to check in at the end of this this month to see how we've fared and um (laughs) we like this accountability (laughs) yeah see if we've fallen off the wagon so we've got a a worldwide hopefully a worldwide audience listening in (laughs) they can determine whether we're full of it (laughs) we'll try not to be (laughs) and we'll enjoy the journey won't we sean (laughs) yeah yeah so thanks for listening um, and uh, yeah, I'll put all the links in the description or show notes of, of certainly of Claire's podcast, which is known as Women Who Should Be Famous. And also some of the links to those other um, resources that I'm using, which yes. I really thoroughly recommend. Yeah. Um, and the episode on Netflix. Yeah, it's currently mm. on Netflix, but if you Google uh, Stutz, S-T-U-T-Z, 
uh, Phil Stutz. Um, I believe he's got a book out as well. Oh, yeah. So um, <laughs> next one on the list. Yeah, have a little have a little look. Um, but until next time, ta da. Mm.